Welcome to another trip down the Bourbon Road with your hosts, Jim and Mike. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back. We would like to thank our friends at Premium Bar Products for sponsoring this episode. If you're ready to step up your game at your home bar, check out premiumbarproducts.com to choose from their wide selection of glassware, all of which can be custom engraved with your personal message or logo. And there's no minimum order. So after the episode, head over to premiumbarproducts.com and check out everything they have to offer. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Shannon. And I'm Mike Hyatt. And this is The Bourbon Road. And today, Mike, it's another Craft Distillery Monday. Yeah. We've got a brand new bottle here, and I've never heard of it before. Never? No. I've been seeing this for a while now. Um, It kind of piqued my interest, but I just didn't pull the trigger on it, right? I walked past it. So we were in Virginia on the road. We're up in Waynesburg, Virginia, and I saw the distillery up there just driving by, and I was like, I'm going to pull in there. Um, they are Copper Fox Distillery. They're out of Sperryville, Virginia, and Waynesburg, Virginia. Their main distillery being there. Their owner is Rick Washman. He's got a pretty neat past. Uh, he did apprenticeship for six weeks over in Balmora Distillery. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, learning the art of floor malting. So the neat thing about this place in Waynesburg is they have malting floors there. And they have a smoker there where they smoke peat and smoke all their grains. So it's very intriguing to me that they're doing all that themselves. 100% there at the distillery. Wow. That's amazing. So, you know, this is something you don't hear about everybody doing. And, uh, And these guys are doing it right there in Virginia. Yeah, it was nice to see the process. They didn't have any malt on their uh malting floor but still to me it was neat to see that they're taking that time to do that process uh they're definitely the steel was running while i was there and uh it's a pot steel it was nice to see that so what does vivian think about this every time you're driving down the road and you hit you see a distillery you're like whoa we got to go there i I think she's used to it now um (laughs) that day she was feeling pretty good because we went to a couple breweries beforehand so um i had to get a bottle from them to check it out i thought it was very neat they let us sample some um it was a it was a good experience she she always says she gets to reap the benefits yeah whether it be a free meal or a free drink whatever we're doing you know we do get pretty treated a little bit differently sometimes when we go into distillery sure well i mean this bottle is reads like uh uh like a recipe card, like they tell you everything that's being done to it. Yeah, they're not hiding anything. This right? is a hundred percent transparency. It's a beautiful bottle, beautiful label. It's it's kind of like the old Forrester clear bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a the name Copper Fox on it, but of course the it's it's a gilded copper label, so it's very beautiful. But they talk about the grains used. You know, one fifth hand melted barley, one fifth. That's twenty percent, right? Yep. Uh, three-fifths corn, three-fifths 60%, and one-fifth wheat. So this is a weeded bourbon. You know, I like that. Yeah. So 60% corn, 20% wheat, 20% hand-malted barley. 
And they got some malting notes on here. They say it's uh, two or six row Virginia barley, medium smoke, 100% peach wood. So it's a peach wood smoked barley. Wow. It's pretty special, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty interesting. Uh, distilling notes, double pot stilled to between 150 and 160 proof in a 500-gallon mash still with a 104-gallon spirit still. Aged in new 53-gallon white oak barrels, air-dried for over one year, number three char, non-chill filtered, 48 months old. I don't think in my entire history I've ever seen a bottle that goes into so much detail about what, how it's made. They're not trying to hide anything. The only thing on there they don't have is the price. The $62.99 at the distillery. You can find these bottles at Total Wine now um, across the nation. Um, Virginia, they have Virginia ABC stores. Sure. So, Or you can stop by the distillery and pick a bottle up. So it's a small batch whiskey. It's a bourbon whiskey, and it's four years old. I'm ready to try it. Let's do it. Wow. Is that malted barley coming out to you? The funny thing is, it's it's peach wood smoked, but I'm getting peach on the nose. And I don't think it's from the smoking. <laughs> I think it's just because of all the barley that's in it. Probably. Barley tends to give you that, that, that peach or pear note. Fresh apricot, maybe? Yeah. Wow. I really like that nose. Very sweet. Yeah, it's it's a you know it's got a little bit of that corn sweetness to it. Um, Some people might say this has like a a little funky smell to it. I don't think it is at all. I think it's that a little bit of pungent sweetness off like a peach is what I'm getting. Yeah, I'm going to say peaches on the nose, no doubt about it. I'm not picking up smoke though. Are you? Just a tad bit. You know, and I think peach peach wood anyways, when you smoke with a, a fruit wood, is a very light smoke. It's not overpowering like a hickory or a mesquite where it gives you that bitter smoke taste. Yeah, let's taste it. Cheers. Cheers. Here's that sweetness. Very different. Not what you think of a traditional weeded bourbon or even a rye bourbon uh you wouldn't get this in this yeah this this reminds me a lot of uh like a, a heavily malted uh whiskey either an american malt or a rye malt it's got a lot of uh stone fruit very stone fruit forward peach i get almost like some irish whiskey or even some yeah. scotch off of this but again the smoke is not it's barely apparent just lightly, just you can almost just get it. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm very impressed. Very light. It's not very viscous on a palate. Not any spice at all. I'm not getting a whole bunch of Virginia hug, I guess it would be, on this. I'm not getting that Kentucky hug real deep. Maybe it's because they did a double pot steel. Um, I can't remember if it was sweet mash. I think that's what they're doing, sweet mash there. They're cleaning everything out. You know, there's a lot of... Uh a lot of texture to this whiskey. It's not overly thin. It's got uh, a little bit of stickiness to it. Okay, you think that's because of all the malting they do? Uh, you know, I think it's that pot still. You know, that pot still just—it's pot stills are magical in in the way they make whiskey. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love the 
the fact that uh, column steels are able to really put out a lot of volume. But pot steels just, they bring something historical and magical to the table. Uh, and you usually find a little bit more of a, um, a texture component to your whiskey when it comes off a of pot steel. Most of the Irish whiskeys are pot stilled, right? Yeah. There's, I mean, they're, they're, I think pot stills are making a resurgence, especially craft distilleries, you know, across America. Heck, I mean, Balcones spent millions and millions of dollars on their four pot stills that are, I think they're 40 foot tall each. Yeah. They're monstrous. Um, this one's not quite that big. <laughs> so this is 100% uh, Virginia sourced materials. They even give uh, kudos to the farmer, uh, Billy Dawson, who grew the grain. Uh, you know, they, they, I guess they, you know, they're paying homage to the man who, who farmed the fields. Yeah. It says, it says on the front of the bottle, Dawson's reserve bourbon whiskey. Uh, that that's even another, uh, tribute to the man that's, that's out there, um, working the ground. I think, uh, Copper Fox is doing it right. I think their whiskey is, uh, it's tasty. It's different. It's not exactly what you expect from a weeded bourbon. This is definitely a high malt weeded bourbon. Yeah, if you're not into high malts, um, probably not for you. For me, uh, it's something different as a whiskey nerd that I can super appreciate. Um, to me, this gem is a really a spring sipper to me because yeah. it's still 90 proof, right? When it comes down to it, you got those notes of peaches and apricots. Like you said, that stone fruit, um, very beautiful. Now, Mike, you said this is on Total Wine, so this is available here in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Some uh, of their stuff is. I'm 100% positive that bottle's uh, available there, but you'd have to look at Total Wine and see what they have. They are a small distillery. There's no doubt about that. They're not mass-producing anything. If you're in Williamsburg, though, if you've you been to Williamsburg, Virginia? Yeah, it's been a while. You know, if you haven't been to Williamsburg, um, very historical town. Um, that's actually where I proposed to Vivian at the governor's mansion there. If you haven't been there, you should really go and check it out. Uh, then you could go over to it's colonial Williamsburg. You could go over to Jamestown, see the kind of the birth of our nation right there on there. Take the Yorktown, uh, the colonial parkway over to Yorktown, see the battlefields there. Um, there's some history. Oh yeah. Pretty interesting stuff. And go to a distillery while you're there. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> well, you know, Virginia has uh, a lot of the whiskey making in the United States was birthed in Virginia, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm positive that there was a distillery there a long, long time ago. Yeah. Um, the problem there was that some of that Virginia was the start of Prohibition, you know, and once Prohibition came around... Um, that kind of killed the whiskey industry. And then next thing you know, you got moonshiners like Tim Smith that we had on uh, making moonshine and people trying to shut that down, the illegal moonshine operation because people were getting sick from it, right? Um, and Uncle Sam's not getting his tax dollars. But it's nice to see that these whiskey companies are coming out. They're making craft spirits like this right here. Absolutely. They actually had some phenomenal other bottles there. Uh, some of them I couldn't afford. Um, some very high dollar bottles that are super lim limited releases. Um, we got to taste some of those. A really, really good rye. 
I think it was a Founders Rye. Really, really, really nice bottle. Well, uh, you know, for me, I think uh, you know this is definitely one you want to you want to try uh, if you're able to get yourself out to the distillery. If you're in Virginia, coming down from DC or uh, from Richmond or uh, coming up from South Carolina or North Carolina or traveling anywhere along the coast, and you get a chance to pop in. I would say give it a shot. Uh, this is a good whiskey. They're doing it right. They're doing it different. They got their own malting floor. You know, they're introducing a little bit of smoke into their barley, which is neat. A high malt bourbon is something. We, weeded bourbon. At that. Weeded bourbon. High malt weeded bourbon. I, and I've never been to a place that had their own malting floor before. Have you? Did you? No, I haven't. But I would love to see it. It, it, it. I was rather fascinated that they were doing everything. They t- took this old motor in which is a, an old hotel and they made it into their distillery. So one wing is the malting floors and stuff like that. And then the back they have a, their uh, smoking room. They had their barrel rooms there. Uh, everything that you could imagine they could fit into this old hotel. They did. Uh, they use that structure uh, in the main building, which was kind of grand back then, probably when you were driving down the road, uh, and I think that's Route 60 that it's on. It's, it's pretty neat to see that. Yeah, That was probably a grand hotel back then. Now, if any of our listeners are wondering what malting is, we won't go into a great bit of detail there. But basically, the idea is, is that you take the barley and you introduce a little bit of moisture to it, and then it sprouts. Mm-hmm. And when it sprouts, it converts a lot of the, uh, the long-chain carbohydrates into sugars that are easily digestible by the yeast. They stop that that sprouting process and they toast the barley, or in this case, they're smoking or drying the barley. And on those malting floors, they that's where they do this. So they take that barley. Barley's a, kind of a special thing. It's got a special enzyme in it that sort of jumpstarts the fermentation process. And uh, it's absolutely necessity. You'll see it in just about every mash bill there is. The only thing I'd, I wish they would have had one master distiller there. Uh, so this would have been a bottle and bond at 40, 48 months old. I mean, hey, why not? All right. But it's good whiskey. It's a great whiskey. It's definitely one that uh, I'd be proud to have on my shelf and share with my friends. Yeah. As I've sipped on this, I would, I was going to say a uh, very slight medium finish, but now I'd say a medium finish. Yeah. It's about a medium finish on it. Um, a good buy, 62 bucks. Not a bad price for a craft distillery. You know, if you're big military region there, mm-hmm. um, with every branch there from the Army has a base there. The Air Force has a base. One of the largest Coast Guard bases in, in the U.S. Um, actually, two of them. You got Yorktown and then you got Portsmouth. Um, monstrous Navy. Uh, force in the Hampton Roads area, right? Right, absolutely. Um, Marine Corps there, you got a little bit of everything for military. Um, if you're in the military, you were one of our listeners, make sure you stop by there. Yeah. All right, Mike, where, where can people find us? You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, um, Facebook, Twitter, whatever else is out there. You can find us. Just just Google us. Yeah. You'll, it will pop right up. <laughs> yeah. we got a private Facebook group called the, the Bourbon Roadies where uh, we've got about 1,800 or so members now. Yeah. Uh, just like family. We'd love to share what we're sipping on, share life events, hang out, talk, talk 
whiskey with each other. We would share whiskey. Just a tad bit. Just a little bit of whiskey. You want to make sure you're in that bourbon roadies or you're following us on Instagram, though, because we do do some giveaways. Make sure you're checking those giveaways out. Participate. Um, that's the only way you're going to get something from me or Jim if you, if you participate. Absolutely. So make sure you do that. We do have a giveaway going on. Um, it's coming up with Old Salt Coffee Company. Some coffee, two coffee cups that say all salt on them because that's kind of a tribute to me and you, just two old dudes that had some uh, naval history. Yeah. Right. Um, and then we're going to pair that with a Buffalo Trace bourbon cream uh, bottle. So look for that. Um, enter to win, play along, join a group, have a good time. All right. Well, we do two shows a week. We do a short episode like this every Monday called our Craft Distillery Monday episodes, about 15 minutes or so. Every Wednesday, we'll do a long version. Uh, we'll have a guest on. We'll visit a distillery. We'll do more of a little bit more of a deep dive on a subject. Uh, you make sure you check out both those shows every week. Uh, we'd love to hear what you think about it. Uh, if you've got some ideas on who we should have on, some bottles we ought to review, like Copper Fox, if that's your... If that's your local distillery and you want to give them a shout out, you just let Mike and I know. We'll see if we can't get them on and review their whiskey. Let us know. You can reach out to me on Instagram at jshannon63. I'm one big chief. And we'll see you down the bourbon room. You know, you can't drink whiskey without glassware. And Mike and I are extremely pleased to have a sponsor like Premium Bar Products. Premium Bar Products offers direct-to-consumer the finest whiskey glasses, cocktail glasses, and bar tools with your own personal engraving. I mean, you can write anything you want on these glasses, anything from a company logo to a personal statement, and there are no minimum orders. Their direct-consumer platform offers you the opportunity to purchase small quantities of your favorite glass shapes that enhance the pleasure of enjoyment and drinking of whiskey and make it all very positive. They offer the absolute finest trending and handmade glasses as well as a comprehensive range of styles and all of their items have been designed with purpose, practicality, and longevity in mind. So if you're a bourbon or whiskey group and you need custom logos, you need to reach out to Premium Bar Products. If you're an individual, you just want a few for your bar, to impress your friends, to give out as gifts, you need to call Premium Bar Products. They need to be your one and only source for custom glassware. I can tell you right now, the Bourbon Road, that's who we use. Janie and Carson and the team there at Premium Bar Products will take care of you. They'll treat you like family and they'll take care of you with every order.